Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. This podcast can be found on your favorite podcast platform simply by searching for the Inside Scoop and Cobb County. Help your friends stay in the know by spreading the word about us and encouraging them to subscribe. Obesity in America has been and continues to be a concern for the general health of our students. Educating our students on how they can take care of themselves is something that can benefit them for the rest of their lives. Today, I'm joined by Elizabeth Price, Cobb Supervisor of Health and Physical Education. Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, David, for having me. I really wanted to open the podcast with Olivia Newton-John's song from the 80s, Let's Get Physical, but <laughs> the, the budget people wouldn't approve the funds to license it, so we'll, I'll, maybe I'll hum that later. <laughs> So we'll just have to make do. So physical education, your, your title is health and physical education. I see those as kind of the same in a lot of regards. Is that how do you distinguish between health and physical education? Health and physical education actually overlaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I know the podcast is about physical education, but I do want to address um, a little portion of health education mm-hmm. and health education. It focuses on goal setting and decision making and having our students practice health enhancing behaviors um, as well for self-management and also, you know, try to help them with interpersonal communication skills, like avoiding health risk. And hopefully they'll be able to analyze influences of media, peers and technology to help them make better choices. So that's that aspect of health education. Uh So avoid the fake news stuff, so to speak, (laughs) about health, right? There you go. There you go. So hopefully our students through health education make better choices through what they learn in the health education classes. Sure. So they can can spot the stuff that is like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound very realistic because I learned in health. Absolutely. they're, yeah. they're, they're getting valuable, reliable information instead of what they hear on the media and um, even their peers. Okay. Now, I was in PE back when uh, the earth was cooling and things were a little <laughs> bit different, but things have changed through the years. I know that uh, we can no longer do dodgeball because that's got so many problems built into it, but, right. uh, you know, games and that sort of thing. What... What do you guys do now in a PE class that is different from what we're used to seeing back in those days? Thank you for asking that, because when someone thinks about PE, they typically think about rolling the ball out or they think about playing games. Physical education is much more than rolling the ball out and playing games. We actually teach interaction, interpersonal communication skills. We teach tactics and strategies. Okay, now let me let me interrupt you there. Tactics and strategies. Are you talking about like how to how to pull off a uh, a play? Like (laughs) my my son plays soccer. Okay, okay? so uh, we we talk about uh, tactics all the time. You know how how to do a play to to get your team closer to scoring a goal. Is that what you're talking about? Well, you're right as far as soccer is concerned and how to play. But not only will they learn how to, like for an example, let's take your son Uh that plays soccer. And so the coach teaches them tactics and strategies on how to effectively win a game. Well, teaching tactics and strategies in physical education 
helps the student process information to actually help them solve problems in the academic classroom. So I'll give you an example. We have a physical education teacher that plays an activity that allows the uh, students to think through a process. They call the game Over the River. What is Over the River? Okay. It's a strategy and tactics activity that students are involved in, which will help them with their problem-solving skills. For an example, the, you have a group of students who have gym mats, and it's about four gym mats and maybe eight students, mm-hmm. and their goal is to get across the gym floor without touching the actual floor. So they will actually find out how to use communication skills in order for them to get from one place to another. Like negotiating. Negotiating, right. right. And then just listening to what the other students have to say. And eventually they get across, but if they touch the floor, Uh by mistake, they have to go back. So my kids call that hot lava. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Without gym mats, but uh, you're right. I mean, it it gets into how do you relate to these other people in such a way that our team is successful? They can't do it alone, right? They can't do it alone. Okay, so then uh, this teamwork activity is, is crucial for society at large, but it's also helpful in the classroom. Correct. It would help the students when they have a group project, you know, have a presentation for a particular unit. Those skills that they learn in physical education can trickle over to the academic classroom and how to get along with others. Now, in my head, it it seems like it would be a very simple thing, but somebody else's head may be, I've got a better way. So that's always going to be absolutely a communication challenge, I guess. So what is the core purpose of PE? I mean, this is this is, I guess, the 30,000 foot viewpoint. You know, we've got recess. And if the whole whole idea here is to get kids outside, get their blood flowing, get the energy out, you know, that's that's one way of looking at it. Is, is PE just a, a structured version of recess in essence? Well, no, I, I like when you said the blood flowing, get the energy out, because that's exactly what it is. It's, it's get that get the blood flowing, get that oxygen to the brain so the students can get ready for their next class. Mm-hmm. And also you know, teaching different types of activities that bring that oxygen to the brain so we can even actually teach the academic teachers, they can roll over to the academic teachers so they can do different types of movements that they've learned in physical education and have that in their class. So you're implementing some physical activities in with, let's say, English or yes, uh, science. And then they'll right. be able to use those tactics. For an example, if, a, if it's a multiple choice question, a, B, C, or D. Uh-huh. If it's A, you do a jumping jack. If it's B, you do a push-up. If it's C... <laughs> I'm just picturing the classroom with all this stuff going it's so, on. It's so fun because what happens is that it breaks the monotony of uh, yeah. sitting and doing. And yeah. um, and those and our, our students, they need to move around. And the dynamics of our children are changing. You have uh, students who... They, they can't sit still. You have yeah. students who, um, you know, want to stand while learning and they actually can focus more by standing. And so you have some some teachers have flexible uh, seating, you know, hence why 
in physical education, we talk in groups and we are standing up and explaining to the students uh, what to uh, what to do. Mm-hmm. And once we explain why they're standing, they move and execute their mu- movements uh, and um, which, you know, that fosters that different type of learning in which a lot of our Teachers in our, our school system, they offer flexible seating um, as well. So I really appreciate that. It kind of makes me want to be a student now as opposed to when Absolutely. I was in Absolutely. You would school. really enjoy what yeah. Cobb County does. Yeah. I've met with the folks in our literacy department. One of the things that they talk about for literacy is that students learn how to read up through grade three. And then after that, they read to learn. Is, is it kind of the same thing with... Uh, PE and uh, the physical development of our students? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like in KU, so you have K2, you uh-huh. have 3-5, and we teach the fundamentals of throwing, kicking, catching. And um, and so once they master that, uh, that, those fundamental skills, then we bump it up a notch where they're doing offense and defensive uh, skills and uh, different strategies that in the secondary realm as well. And um, so it actually builds. You know, we focus on the elementary piece and where they're running and they need to get the wiggles out. Um, They still need to get those wiggles out in secondary education as well, that middle school and high school piece. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard of neurological benefits from having activity every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Physical activity, it it boosts the brain activity, uh, synapse, uh, Mm -hmm. that the the neurotransmitters in the brain. Mm -hmm. And um, with that increase of um, the movement, the oxygen uh, flowing through the the brain, and then also that problem-solving piece, that active problem-solving piece Mm -hmm. strengthens brain activity, which makes, helps you focus and helps you uh, understand and grasp concepts. And so that's why when... You hear uh, athletes who are, you know, amazing academically or even uh, band, orchestra and chorus. You know, they are are multitasking, you know, different types of uh, strategies, which actually enforces that um, that learning component in the academic classroom. Hence why our, you know, physical education on top of band, orchestra and chorus is 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 key. That's an interesting connection that I think a lot of people, a lot of us, don't tend to make is the, mm-hmm. those, uh, <laughs> my head goes to the, uh, the star quarterback, you know, the guy who's, who's uh, got all the good looks and uh, gets all the touchdown mm-hmm. tosses and also is a straight-A student. There, there is a connection there between There is a great connection. At work. So well, that, that's why we need to keep, get, keep our kids moving. Yeah. Not only in the, the school, you know, but also at home, even if the kid, the student can't go outside just uh dancing or uh-huh. you know doing the fitness assessment yeah. you know just from push-ups or or jumping jacks or running in place those things help kids sleep better yeah and um that's that's very important because a lot of our students aren't getting enough sleep and the the more you have physical activity um and that fitness component on a daily basis at least 30 minutes uh-huh. um a day uh, we hope we aim for 60 uh, minutes a day that really helps calm the child i have a lot of kids in my house Okay. I've got five kids, okay? And three of them are... a basketball team. It is. (laughs) And they team up against me all the time. But, but, uh, you know, one of the things that that we've heard parents say, uh, suggest, is melatonin. 
is something that yes, yes. they need to help them get to sleep. But as I understand it, there's a you don't need to if you're doing a lot of physical exercise, right? Well, understand that melatonin is a part of the brain anyway. Uh-huh. And you can increase melatonin through physical activity. That's the health education part um, to get that stress out, you know, find ways to um, to alleviate stress um, and positive ways to alleviate stress. Then it will hopefully it will bypass um, the the need to do supplemental. Yeah, uh, supplemental things or yeah. even engage in unhealthy behaviors. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, it can play a big role if you have your kids uh, drink plenty of fluids and, and daily uh, daily yeah. if we if the if our students uh, drunk the 64 ounces eight eight glasses a day you know uh-huh. even adults teachers you know everyone you know drink drink that water it has so many health benefits yeah. and um, and you know just for just for the body and for the mind and um also letting the kids you know move around or letting their their children move around and um and engage in that physical activity it it would help them calm the calm themselves and then also i do need to put a, a healthy plug in there uh-huh. eating breakfast um having a, a, some protein and that carbs mm-hmm. not chips and yeah you know the Fruit, the high and, fructose corn syrup, yeah. you know, those are uh, sleep agents, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, 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 it'll it have that high uh-huh. that give the kids that burst of energy and it's too much energy that cause discipline issues. But mm. we're not talking about health, health education well, and nutrition, but, that's, no, but that's it, it, it's like I said, it overlaps and it yeah. interconnects, it interconnects, hence why health and physical education is key Absolutely you know, for our education system. Well, um, so all of this is, as we like to say, uh, essential to lead to that student success, right? Absolutely. So kids got to pay attention. They can't be wiggling everywhere, and sugar doesn't help them stay tuned mm. into the lesson. And not high all fructose of that. corn syrup. Yeah, <laughs> got to have the or right the, stuff. You got to have the right sugars and um, and that the protein and eat yeah. your fruits and vegetables. You know, yeah. the vegetables and the, the fruits, they have the vitamins and the minerals in it, uh-huh. you know, to um, help with brain uh, function and brain activity. So. So. And, and as you said, that's part of the health education side. Maybe we can do another podcast another time sure. on that. This is an aside. Okay. Um, HIT. H-I-I-T. High, High intensity. intensity training. Yeah. <laughs> is that something that we do in the schools? Uh educate our, our students about? We do on a higher level uh-huh. um, for uh, your... Like maybe high school, high school level. Yeah, or, the high school level. Uh-huh. Um, and that's and I, I like that you put that out there uh, because that's how, you know, in elementary, we start from the, the kicking and the catching and the, the throwing, uh-huh. and it goes all the way up to the hit, the high intensity yeah. and the fit yeah. uh, principle uh, as well. And so they can they can take that knowledge and they can mm-hmm. move forward through life. Uh, again, you know, we we strive for career yes. and college ready. And if uh, depending on what course they choose, either way they choose to go, they will be equipped to stay healthy with with good knowledge on that front. Absolutely, I, I like when you say that because um, it, it's important for 
everyone to know that health and physical education is not just for the athlete. Uh Health and physical education is for the whole child. And whether whatever career you want to go in or um, whatever it may be, even if it's something artsy, you still need those foundational principles of eating right, exercising, making good choices, setting goals, um, and making great decisions uh, for any aspect of your life, even, you know, going out for a job interview or meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we at our, our cop schools, we love to teach that aspect because we want to focus on the whole child to make sure that all of our kids are, are or our students are successful. Well, is there anything else you want to Tell our listeners. Anything yes, we- David, there is. <laughs> Thank you for asking. We want our students or what our students do, we want them to recognize the value of physical activity for their personal health, their enjoyment, the challenges they may go through in life, and then the, the ability to uh, express themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you don't have to know how to play a sport to be able to, to, persis- to participate in PE. Mm-hmm. Uh, the skills learned, it teaches students. Um, how to problem solve, think through a solution and or come to a solution and um, or, or agreement. So the ultimate goal is for students to just practice these life enhancing behaviors uh-huh. um, so they can just make better decisions and better choices. And, you know, all of this leads to a, a lower level of stress. I understand. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So and that's, um, that's our goal. That's very huge right now. And um, if our students can understand that, you know, just. Set a goal in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise a little bit. Drink that water, and um, understand that you are important and you are special, and um, there's no one like you. And um, so take care of yourself. So take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've been listening to Elizabeth Price, Cobb Supervisor of Health and Physical Education. Thank you so much for coming by, Elizabeth. Thank you, David, for having me. Now, you can learn more about the Cobb School District by visiting our website at www.cobbk12.org. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District. <laughs>